Yo, welcome to Bitcoin Live. We're your number one source for the peaceful Bitcoin revolution, code breaking news, culture, matic warfare. We will be your guide through the separation of money and state. And uh, that's what we're living through nowadays. Uh, today's a day that we're going to cover censorship. Um, two things happened today. It was announced earlier this morning, uh, Damas, which is an app on the iPhone that people use to interact with Noster, was basically given an ultimatum. Um, and that ultimatum was if you don't remove zaps from your app, uh, you will be removed from the App Store. Now, I actually tweeted about this uh, about a year ago. I said that app stores, uh, specifically in the case of the iOS, right? Uh, you can only download apps that Apple approves um, is going to be a weak point. It's going to be a single point of failure. And my case was, hey, governments are going to use this uh, to kind of, you know, bend the arm of, you know, developers and say, listen, if you don't, you know, implement a KYC or certain, uh, requirements into your Bitcoin wallets that are going onto the, the app store, uh, you know, you're not going to be allowed. Right. And I made that case and I wasn't exactly spot on. Um, but what happened was it was Apple themselves protecting their payment platforms moat. They have Apple pay. Uh, obviously they want to protect that business. You know, it's funny because they say, you know, everyone says, you know, especially the traditional finance guys or these big corporations, Bitcoin's worth nothing. But at the same time, they're like, no, but we, you can't have alternative payment systems, you know, that are more efficient and they're cheaper. Right. Um, so it's funny how like that happens. And other breaking news as well. The Swan Bitcoin YouTube channel. Um, and I'm part of the Swan Media team for anyone who doesn't know. Um, it was deplatformed. Uh, they did not give us a specific reason as to why they were deplatformed. The only reason that they gave is, uh, you know, you guys broke YouTube's community guidelines and, you know, you guys are being deplatformed, um, you know, which is very scary for us content creators. So in light of that, uh, we will be uploading every single piece of uh, Simply Bitcoin content onto Twitter. Uh, moving forward, we've already been doing that on Rumble and shout out to our Rumble audience, which has been growing, uh, you know, over over these last uh, couple of months or so. Um, so shout out to you guys. Um, I think our Rumble channel just hit a thousand subscribers and we really appreciate you all over there. Uh, so, yeah, the, I think this is the importance of having alternative platforms, uh, not just relying on one. Uh, because, you know, from one day to the other, even if you follow all the community guidelines and you check all the boxes, you know, uh, you might be at risk of just someone pulling the plug, which is, you know, scary how that works. Right. Um, and what's also interesting before I let, I let, uh, my co-host and our guest up today is that, um, you know, a lot of these altcoin channels, that I would make the case have done significantly more harm to viewers on these platforms. They're fine. They're okay. Uh, you know, they keep going like, uh, like nothing's happening for some reason. It's the Bitcoin content, uh, that gets removed. Why? Why is it Bitcoin? Maybe it's because the flock is heaviest over the target. I don't know. 
I'll let you guys be the judge. Anyways, no more delay. I want to bring up my legendary co-host, always optimistic, Opti. How you doing? Dude, it is never just a chill day in Bitcoin. <laughs> Every day, dude, there is a fire to put out. There is something going on. It's like, you it's know, so true. this is like narrative trench warfare to the max. Uh, you know, you're always being attacked by all sides all the time, dude. It is freaking crazy dude it is bonkers to me hey uh, uh what's uh what's the saying you know uh if i wasn't laughing i'd be crying this is why we keep everything as light as possible over here but yeah man what do we say every single day on this channel the only thing the powers that be have is the monopoly on truth and uh why do you think they are trying to stop bitcoin channels from spreading that truth why do you think the shitcoin oops Wait, we're past. Why do you think the shitcoin channels uh, don't get shut down? It's because they don't give viable solutions. So I think that is pure signal coming through all of the noise. But hey, man, uh, again, Apple, Apple, as an Apple user, I, I feel betrayed, even though we knew this was happening, just absolutely wrecked. And now I guess all the, the you know, the Bitcoin cypherpunks are just are just uh, gloating right now. Like, we told you so, bro. I know you're an Apple user. I'm like, hey, man, I like Apple. Sorry. But like, yo, the regulatory moat or rather the, the Apple moat is is strong right now. So, hey, we're winning. This is the then they fight you stage. We yeah. knew this was coming. This Anyways. Definitely the then they fight you stage. Anyways, like, uh, let's bring in our guests. Uh, we got BitWarrior, a.k.a. at Bitmy Bitman013 on Twitter. And uh, we're going to talk about everything he's working on, a little bit of why Bitcoin, why Bitcoin over shit coins, and some of his other projects. So how are you doing today, bro? Good. Thank you for having me. <clears throat> how are you guys? Wonderful. Good, man. Happy to have you on the show. And, uh, you know, and uh, hopefully we can explore, we can further explore these topics. And uh, just a crazy, man. It's just everything. It, it's if it's not one, if it's not something one week, it's something the other week. And it's just it's just this constant, you know, barrage of, you know, like it's just the I don't know what it is, man. It's fighting back ever so slowly. And uh, yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Crazy, so, cr yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So, you know, that's what I would say that first they ignored you, then they laugh at you. Then, you know, they fight with you. So this is just the beginning of that phase. And it's going to be over a decade or more fight, you know. And definitely Bitcoin should survive all this attack, you know. Otherwise, definitely deserve a death, you know. So, and we, I mean, we know that, you know, since 14 years is standing still and it's going to continue. So we are in that, you know, stage, the third stage, and then we win. So, yeah. Let's drop on. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. We're going to win this. Um, uh, we're going to win this. Uh, let's see, you know, let's see how this develops. So this is what Simply Bitcoin's for. We, we, we try to keep on top of all this guy, all this stuff for you guys. Anyways, everybody, no more delay. Let's jump straight into the numbers. Let's do it. The Bitcoin Numbers. Brought to you by Noddle. At this point, you should be running your own Bitcoin node. If you don't use your own Bitcoin node, you're trusting someone else's. Run your own version of Bitcoin Core, the Lightning Network, Whirlpool, and Dojo, all from the comfort of your own home. And if you're a digital nomad, you have absolutely no excuse because now you can run a Noddle through a virtual private server. Visit noddle.eu today. Right, guys, I want to also tell you about the largest Bitcoin conference in the world, Bitcoin 2024. It's not going to be in 
Miami this year. It's going to be in Nashville, Tennessee. It's going to be July 25th through the 27th, 2024, the year of the having Bitcoin 2024. And you can get your early bird ticket special. You can get a GA for only $299. You can get an industry industry day pass for $749. And you can get a whale pass for $4,499. And you can use the promo code simply to get yourself a major discount, a 10% discount on these early bird ticket specials anyways at the time of recording the bitcoin price is 25,805 sats per dollar 3,875 block height 794 213 reachable bitcoin nodes 17,096 blocks to having 45,784 787 having estimate april 20th 2024 total lightning network capacity 5,372 bitcoin Capacity value, $138 million U.S. dollars. Realized monetary inflation, 1.76%. And the market capitalization of Bitcoin, $500, $500 billion with a B. Anyways, I wanted to cover this. I felt like this, uh, this tweet, uh, or this video per se, this clip from Jack Dorsey is extremely appropriate in these times. Um, I want to play the clip and then we'll talk about it. I think it's very fitting, uh, especially with everything that's going on. Let's check it out. Uh, I, I think natural monopolies happen for a time, but they're easily disrupted. I, I, I don't think it's as challenging as, as one would think. I mean, Twitter has only been around for uh, 17 years, um, which, which seems like a long time, but there was a, you know, a MySpace before that and a Friendster before that and a Usenet before that, which was completely decentralized and unknown by, by anyone. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I don't, I don't think more government regulation is necessarily the right answer, um, to ward off, uh, the monopoly aspects or fix some of the issues. I think having a having an open protocol that no one actually owns um, and governments and corporations can't bend to their will is the most important thing uh, that allows for um, the most creative solutions to all the problems we see, including protecting freedom of speech and including providing safety for folks who 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 want it. Um, and my hope is that, you know, as we build these technologies like like Nostra and Bitcoin, that a company like Twitter adopts them because it removes a bunch of the liability they would have otherwise. And they can build ph phenomenal businesses on top of it. And to prove that, you see what Google has done with the web. They used an open protocol, built a phenomenal business. They built a phenomenal business on Gmail, which is an open protocol for email. Um, there are real uh, opportunities building on open protocols where the where at the same time, the foundational aspect of it, the foundational layer, the people own and the a company can't bend towards its will one way or the other. Jack, what do you think about AI regulation? You're a tech. Anyways, um, he's talking about monopolies and he's talking about the problem with the centralization of these platforms, right? Um, Literally, th 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 this is, you know, in the case of, you know, whether it's uh, in the case of YouTube, right? Uh, they can't resist the government asking them to, uh, you know, censor certain speech, as was shown in the Twitter files that were unveiled when, when Elon uh, acquired, uh, acquired Twitter. And 
it was it was striking. Even a, in, even in a country where this speech is protected by the First Amendment, it didn't stop the government from tapping Twitter on the shoulder and saying, "Hey, uh, you know, you must remove certain speech and certain." type of content creators. It, it, this is why open platforms are so important, uh, what, with, which, which is what Dorsey was talking about. You know, if you build things on an open protocol, uh, you, be, become, you become resistant. It doesn't matter whether the government comes and knocks on the door, right? It, it's basically like saying like when the U.S. government sanctions certain Bitcoin addresses that belong to Russians. It's like, you, yeah, you could put those addresses on a list, sure. But if you don't have the private keys, you know, the doesn't matter. Those people could do anything they want with that said Bitcoin, right? So, you know, th this is what it's all about. When we talk about these concepts, we talk about these themes a lot, right? The, and there's two themes. There's two things that are happening right now. And the powers that be are doing everything in their power to try to stop this, right? And we're living through the disintermediation of information and also the disintermediation of money. Right. And those two things, there's a bit of a crossover. The disintermediation of information ha started happening first. The Internet started that fire. And then, of course, Bitcoin started the disintermediation of money. Right. And of course, you know, governments are going to fight back. Um, we see this with, you know, the hostility from the current administration towards, you know, the entire industry. You see this from, you know, certain platforms deplatforming certain type of content that they don't see. Uh, we saw this with Tucker. Tucker was the only legacy media proponent, uh, the controlled the controlled narrative media, better said, that was positive against Bitcoin. He was going against a lot of the establishment narrative uh, narratives, and he was kind of going against the grain. And they deplatformed him off of Fox. But then he went on Twitter and he started doing his show on Twitter and he was getting significantly more views on Twitter than he ever got on Fox. And then what did Fox do? The Fox sued him, right? So this is a fight for free speech. This is what it's all about. But, you know, it, it only matters if you use the, these tools in order to, it, it's only, it only matters if you're using these tools. Because if you're not using these tools, it doesn't matter how much you complain, how much you, you know, you get on a review, like, it's so unjust that, you know, YouTube did this or Twitter did this or Rumble did this. No, it falls down to you, the individual, to, you know, download these tools like, like Damas, download these tools like, you know, alternative video platforms like Rumble, like Bitcoin TV uh, and, and the countless others. You have to empower yourself. You have to empower yourself. You can't just, you know, sit by the wayside and just because some platforms are a little bit more convenient because they've been around a lot longer um, doesn't mean that they give you the same protections than these alternative platforms would give you. The reason I'm such a big fan of Noster is that it's kind of similar to YouTube. It's sorry. It's kind of similar to Bitcoin. Like <laughs> you can complain and you can say, I don't like that post, but that post isn't being taken down. You can't even delete that post yourself. Right. Um, and, and that protects you from the inevitable government overreach, the, the inevitable and the inevitable, uh, you know, the inevitable pressure that governments are going to apply to these platforms and say, hey, listen, that is misinformation um, that, you know, that that that's going against. We played you a video yesterday of uh, a lady. She was on a panel on the World Economic Forum. And she was basically saying, we are working with Google 
so that if you search anything in relation to climate change, uh, you only get approved media sources. And then she had the gall and the hubris to say, uh, quote, we own the science. Uh, like, what do you mean we own the science? No one owns the science, right? Like, it, like free discussion is a good thing. And that allows the best ideas to come to the surface and the lies and the worst ideas to sink. But what happens when you know that your ideas aren't necessarily good? What happens when your ideas aren't, you know that your ideas aren't going to be necessarily popular with the public? Uh, what do they do? They censor you. They get rid of those ideas because they don't want those ideas to be able to be competed on the open. They don't want those ideas to be discussed on the open market. They want to own the narrative and they want to push it down their throat. And what they're telling you is that me, this bureaucrat, I know what's better. You can't think for yourself. I know what's best. And because I know what's best, only allow... I am only I only want you to consume the information of which we preordained and we approve first. Period. And if you think something like Bitcoin is gonna be okay to these types of individuals that have been using this godlike power of I, this is the only information you should be you should be consuming. This is the only money you should be using. They're not going to be okay with platforms like Noster. And they're not going to, they're specifically not going to be okay with you choosing what money you want to use. The fight for free speech is the fight for Bitcoin. It is a different, it's a different, uh, it's a different line. It's a different, uh, it's a different battle, but it's the same war. I don't want to live in a world where a group, a, a bureaucratic elite get to decide what is truth and what is not true. And get to decide what money I should use and what money I shouldn't use, especially since they don't have any morality to stand on. History has shown over the last couple of years, they have abused that power, that monopoly on information to sell the populace on narratives that aren't particularly true. Like I'm not going to get into anything that happened in the pandemic, but do you guys remember, specifically because there's a Bitcoin channel, do you guys remember... Uh, inflation misinformation right if you if you said there was a point in time where you said inflation was coming because they're printing an ungodly amount of money they say that's misinformation that's what i'm talking about why can't we have free discourse if we concede that if we concede that <laughs> what makes you think bitcoin's going to be okay in the eyes of these people right I want to live in a world where I want to be able to say what I want to say, as long as it doesn't hurt someone else, right? And I want to live in a world where I want to choose what money I want to use. I think it's going to be a better world for it. I think central planning is inherently, it's, it's inherently architected badly. If you look at it from a historical perspective, it never lasts very long, right? There's no one so smart that... There's, it doesn't matter how strong and how smart a group of th these bureaucratic individuals think they are and how educated they are. Millions upon millions of individuals making their own decisions is going to be better than just a group 
a small group of individuals making decisions for everybody else. And history has shown that time and time and time again. Anyways, I want to get Opti's thoughts on this. Uh, dude, this is this is some some crazy stuff coming out of Apple. I, I, I no, sorry. This is some crazy stuff coming out of uh, Jack Dorsey. You know, and, and, and I think he has a bit of guilt, honestly, um, because, you know, I, th I think that he realized as that holy crap, you know, I was part of this Twitter stuff. I was part of this censorship. And it's only until he found the Satoshi gospel that he realized, oh, crap, maybe maybe that wasn't the way. Maybe the answer here is to remove the humans out of the equation altogether so that no uh, no human can censor another human. Um, and I truly believe in my heart, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's unintended consequences that I can't foresee, but I truly believe that that will be a better world. Um, if, if we, if, if we make it there. So anyways, Opti, I want to get your thoughts and then we'll move on to our guest. Yeah. First off, uh, we got a request for more soundboard in the, in the chat. So yeah, man, I, I, I really like how he started that clip. You know, monopolies can be broken up. And as you guys know, as Bitcoiners, they are broken up by entrepreneurs. And what is like the highest uh, tip top weapon of the unproductive class? And that is the monopoly on information. And we are seeing this being broken up in real time, whether it's in the Bitcoin space, whether it's in popular culture, we are seeing, uh, you know, the fiat matrix attack uh, deplatform, spread lies, spread misinformation, and they sigh up the whole world three years ago. Like, this is where we are, guys. This is uh, the reality of the situation as a Bitcoiner, as someone that used to relish in the idea of being a conspiracy theorist. Now I just realize, like, this is how the world works. And it's time to like wake up and stop digging your head in the sand. But I think Jack Dorsey might be a little too hopeful in believing that Twitter will use open protocols. I, I'm not as hopeful in Twitter as much as I've been saying I will give Elon Musk the benefit of the doubt. It does seem like he really believes in freedom of speech. The, the receipts we have seen since Musk has taken over Twitter has proven that uh, I don't think he is really playing the freedom of speech game. I think it might be a PR game. But, you know, I really like what you said in the beginning of that rant. I was going to say at the end of the rant, but we say it all the time on the show. We have the freedom tools today, and you cannot expect big daddy government to protect your rights because if your rights are given to you, they aren't really rights at all. So you got to take action. You got to take agency. You need to take Bitcoin into self-custody. You need to get on Noster and everyone's saying, you know, and I'm an Apple user, so maybe I'm LARPing here. I do have an a Android phone over here, but I think it might be time to definitely have alternatives out here or, you know, like running uh, the Start9 Labs, like running your own server, like, you know, definitely getting your own node. This is where we are right now because... Obviously, the attempt at censorship will not stop because of a few headlines. Remember a couple of months ago, they had the Ministry of Truth come out like this is just a continuation of the same game. It, it's really the Hegelian dialectic happening in real time. They show you where they want to go. They're testing how the how the, the public feels about this. And then they come back and they try it again. So here we are. And, you know. I think you may be kind of right on Jack Dorsey. He may be feeling like, wow, I have been part of the problem. But he understands one thing. Twitter is the public square. And if Twitter goes down, then public discourse 
is really in jeopardy because where else is are people going to be able to publicly debate stuff? We say it all the time. Twitter is uh, the battleground of ideas, even though there is there is definitely shadow bans and all that good stuff. Hey, uh, this looks like especially what we're going to talk to talk about in the news. You know, entrepreneurs have have outmaneuvered the the powers that be, the unproductive class, the entrenched tech world. And maybe this is them fighting back because they have lost control of information. And here we are. We're talking about this on YouTube. It's only a matter of time until our channel gets nuked. But hey, we got other sources out here. Anyways, let's get the Bitman. Hello. Yes. Hey, hey what are your thoughts, man, on, on everything? Uh, so, you know, this is a fight between centralized and decentralized, right? And this is only one way we can win is you know, by, you know, choosing the right protocol, right? So uh, how we communicate each other in terms of information, in terms of value, right? And thankfully, we have two protocol popped up since 2009 and recently Noster, right? That allows us to, you know, exchange the information and the value over the decentralized protocol so nobody can censor, you know, no one. And that only the hope for, you know, freedom and uh, freedom for humanity. Otherwise, I think we are doomed. If we do not pick the right protocol, a decentralized protocol, I think there's no way we can win, uh, you know, against the central authority. So definitely, you know, Bitcoin and Noster for the win. Yeah, 100%. Bitcoin and Nostra for the win. I, I'm so bullish because of these centralized platforms. Now, the only question that remains is, is, um, is Bitcoin going to, it, not Bitcoin, Bitcoin already has the network effect, but is, is Nostra going to be able to overtake Twitter's network effect, right? Especially now that Elon's on the helm um, and he's a bit more open to, you know, a bit more open to freedom of speech. So, yeah, uh, you know, this is a, some crazy times, but, you know, this is the separation of money and state. What did you expect? And also the separation of information and state, which I haven't said that before, but it really is. It's the separation of information and state. I think the state has been using a lot of these platforms that say they're neutral, but we've brought up the receipts to you guys. Right? We, we've brought up many examples of the New York Times being, uh, you know, basically weaponized by the intelligence agencies uh, to, you know, sell the American public on specific narratives and stuff. Um, and that's been going around for a long time. Jack Posobiec had this like very, very, you know, impactful tweet that I read. He said in 2003, if social media existed, I don't think the war in Iraq would have happened. Right. You know, but now the Internet has empowered individuals like you, like I, like, you know, like BitWarrior you know, to talk directly to each other. We're, we're taking away that intermediary and that's what freaks them out, right? In the case of Apple, right? It's like, you know, they can't collect the rent on their Apple Pay if, if you go directly peer to peer. In the case of Tucker, right? He could speak his mind and say whatever he wants when he's uploading his own show. He doesn't have to go through Fox News, right? So, you know, the, the world is changing and the mechanisms of control that they had in place for such a long time are no longer as effective in the era of the internet, right? Um, but this only matters if you empower yourself uh, to learn these tools to your advantage, 
right? Do your own research. Think for yourself. Use money that, you know, that you that you want to use. Use the best money available. Um, you know, of course, that's Bitcoin. But you guys get the gist of it. Anyways. Wait, 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 Nico, before you go on, uh, on this thing, remember when uh, the news, the corporate press was telling us to not do your own research because that was dangerous? That I, was I so don't know. Funny. For some reason, I just, that, that thought got triggered in my head. I wonder why. Anyways, anyways, let's uh, move on. All right, everybody, let's get to the news. We got a lot to talk about. Let's check it out. The Daily News. The Daily News is brought to you by Blockstream Jade, built by Bitcoiners for Bitcoiners. It's an open source hardware wallet for the cold storage of Bitcoin. Check out the brand new limited edition color, the transparent green jade. Blockstream Jade houses a full color camera, allowing for fully air gap Bitcoin transactions, scan and display QR codes directly on the device, assign transactions and verify addresses with ease. Use your Blockstream Jade with your favorite wallet software, such as Blockstream Green, Blue Wallet, Electrum, Sparrow. Get yourself a Blockstream Jade today and take self-custody of your Bitcoin. All right, guys, I also want to tell you about the Orange Pill app. It's building the social layer for Bitcoin. As crazy as this sounds, without without the people, Bitcoin is just ones and zeros. Bitcoin is the people. Bitcoin is you, it's me, it's Opti, it's Satoshi. Download the Orange Pill app for iOS or Android and connect with other Bitcoiners in real life today. Find other plebs that live near you and you can go into the app totally anon and search for other Bitcoiners by, com by, Bitcoiners by common interest. Orange Pill app is also the world's biggest repository for Bitcoin only events. If you want to meet other Bitcoiners in real life, this is the app for you. Sign up through the App Store and you can even pay in sats. And Opti and I appreciate all the messages and love that we're getting through the Orange Pill app. We appreciate all y'all and we do love all y'all. Anyways, first, I wanted to start off with this, guys, just like we used YouTube's community note function to downvote the so-called fact-checked by the New York Times when uh, Pierre Richard of Riot uh, responded to the New York Times propaganda hit piece, basically saying that Bitcoin miners are bad for the environment. The New York Times tried to use the community note feature and say, no, that's a lie. That's misinformation. We came together and enough Bitcoiners came and they downvoted that community note. And then what happened? Uh, Twitter removed it, right? So this is another call to action. You got to take agency. You got to take part in this narrative trench warfare that we're fighting in the battlegrounds of the internet. Swan Bitcoin YouTube channel, um, which was one of, I think there's like a dozen Bitcoin only YouTube channels. Uh, it's one of the one of the most popular, one of the biggest. Just got banned. Got fifty fourth. It has fifty. It had fifty four thousand subscribers. Um, and this isn't the first time YouTube's done this. YouTube did this to the Bitcoin Magazine uh, conference live stream, uh, and they also banned the Bitcoin Magazine channel. Um, so you know this is scary stuff for Bitcoin only content creators. You know, especially the ones we make our living off of this, and just out of flick of a switch you know they could just take your take your content out so go to this you know swan uh, bitcoin twitter and uh just give that post a like give it a retweet uh tag youtube the youtube team and youtube and uh you know we if we apply enough pressure you know from from what i've seen sometimes that is successful anyways what i want to talk about today is the damas app which is a way of connecting with Noster or interacting with the Noster protocol 
Um, Apple hit them with a with the notice this morning. We're going to get into the details of that. But first, here's Walker of America. Uh, Walker America. He is part of the crypto couple. Shout out Carla as well. Um, and he says, hey, Apple, users on Damas app are not, quote, receiving content from digital content creators. The content posted on Nostra via many clients and is completely free for everyone. Users are not, quote, paying for the content and nothing is being, quote, purchased. Please correct your mistake. And again, this is the old world being applied to the new world. Um, here's Damas themselves. And Damas says, Damas will be removed from the App Store in 14 days. Apple says zaps are not allowed on their platform because they could be used by content creators to sell digital content. This is right before we're about to give our talk on the Oslo Freedom Forum on how decentralized social networks with lightning integration are bringing financial freedom to the masses. Pretty sus. This would be a watershed moment. If people can't transact freely peer to peer on their platform, this has huge implications for the entire ecosystem of apps with lightning integration and V for V value for value. I completely agree. It's just, this is some pretty crazy stuff. Uh, here's the, the, the block and it gets into a little bit of the details. Goes on to say Apple has warned the creators of the decentralized social media app Damos that it will, it will remove the app from its platform if it doesn't issue an update to stay compliant with its policies. Quote, to ensure there is no interruption of the availability of your app on the platform on the app store, please submit an update within 14 days of the date of this message. Apple told Damas, according to a tweet by the project today, quote, if we do not receive an update compliant with the app store review guidelines within 14 days, your app, uh, your app will remove will be removed from sale. This the warning concerns Dops Zaps feature, which allows users to earn Bitcoin on post. The simplest way to think think about zaps is that they are simply tips, tips which are transmitted over the lightning network at the speed of light with basically no transaction fees. Uh, Damos integrated a layer two lightning network widget to make Bitcoin payments and tips directly on the platform. Goes on to say, we noticed that your app allows users to send tips associated with receiving content from digital content creators with a mechanism other than in-app purchases. Apple said, although tips or donations may be optional, if they are connected to or associated with receiving digital content, they must use in-app purchase in accordance with guidelines 3.1.1. Now, it's weird because Twitter has tips, but Twitter tips are interesting because they are they are um, they are integrated through Strike, uh, which is an intermediary and you can control intermediaries but you can't control peer to peer. And I think that's what this is about. We can't have people transacting peer to peer. This is nuts. This is very, very nuts. And this has implications because there's other platforms that, that do this too. This is, this is freaking nuts, right? So, you know, and this isn't, by the way, this isn't new from Apple. Apple has done this in the past. Um, back in 2014, uh, this is an article from Coindesk. This is Apple removes blockchain Bitcoin wallet app apps from its app store. Uh, it goes on to say Apple has removed the blockchain wallet app from its iOS app stores, leaving iPhone and iPad users with no native Bitcoin wallet options for their devices. Apple offered no explanation for the action and no option to appeal other than saying the removal was due to, quote, an unresolved issue. Um, and I called this. 
back in 20 back in uh back in October 6th of 2022 I said um the fact that most bitcoin wallet bitcoin wallets are downloaded through app stores is a weak point I expect most governments will exploit this in the coming years and connect the dots with the current Mika regulation the current Mika regulation would basically force um would basically force uh I, 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 it would basically force transactions that are over a thousand dollars to be KYC. How long until the government starts knocking on the doors of the app store and say, Hey, you can't allow apps in your app store that don't KYC Bitcoin transactions over a thousand dollars, right? How long until that happens? It's a single point of failure. This was inevitable. That's why I said, I was like, this is inevitable. This is going to happen. Right. Um, of course, this doesn't affect you if you have a Bitcoin wallet on your computer. This doesn't affect you if you have a Bitcoin wallet, you know, on an Android or, you know, the other alternative operating systems like Graphene. Right. Uh, yes, you can download any app you want, but a lot of people use iPhones, including myself. Um, I, they're very convenient. Right. And because they're very convenient. There you go, right? There's a lesson in there. There's a lesson in there. Maybe I'm going to have to transition to uh, Android very, very quickly because, you know, for a company that says it cares a lot about privacy, uh, you know, I don't think you can have privacy without peer-to-peer -peer money. I don't think you can have privacy without decentralized money. I think as long as there's an intermediary, uh, that intermediary can be pressured by the state and that intermediary can be pressured by, you know, by a specific com a company that's trying to protect their their economic moat, right? Um, as is the case with Apple in 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 this situation. So yeah, man. Uh, holy cow! Look, I tell this to Opti joking all the time. I'm like, look, this is great that the news cycle is like this because you know it gives us stuff to talk about. But at the same time, man, this is a uh, this is a separation of money and state, and boy, oh boy, are we definitely in the then they fight you stage, and are things heating up? Holy cow. Anyways, Opti, what are your thoughts, brother? Well, first off, uh, I think Apple really just doesn't know how, <coughs> excuse me, how zaps work on Noster, and they just seem like they're afraid of uh, competition. Obviously, they want to basically pull the ladder up and make sure that all the money is floating inside of their app store. At least that's like my point and my, my take on everything here. And it just really shows that we live in a corporatocracy and, uh, do you know, uh, what, what my boy over here say planet earth, he's like, uh, what do you say? We noticed your app provides things your users prefer. Yeah. We're going to need to shut that down. And, uh, it's just sad to see as, as someone that does use Apple because I'm the same way. Hey, look, I have a, I have an Android here. It's a shitty one. It doesn't work as good as my Apple phone. Sorry guys. Like this is the, this is where I'm at right now. Maybe I need to get a better one, but. This is just a, a shame for all Apple users, but obviously as a Bitcoiner, you're not really that surprised Apple has a long record of doing stuff like this, protecting their, their regulatory moat or rather their their technical moat. But it really does feel like Steve Jobs is rolling around in his grave. I, I think that he would be a Bitcoiner, but maybe he would be actively fighting Bitcoin. I don't know. But anyway, shouts out to Narwhal Tacos in the chat. It's at the very top. He updated us on this at the very beginning of the show and said that Will will simply just take off Zaps from the Domus app to keep it in the app store. So I'm not sure if there is much fighting, at least on the 
Apple version of the Domus app. Actually, it is only Apple version. But uh, I think just to be clear, like this doesn't affect Nostra protocol at all. This just this just affects the iOS app that connects to Nostra. So, you know, uh, you can use it on the web. You can use it, download an Android to continue to communicate. But it's just a shame to see that uh, the entrepreneurs, quote unquote, entrepreneurs of our time, uh, the, the quote-unquote capitalists of our time are that afraid of competition and doing whatever they can to make sure that all the money flowing through their apps goes through them. So again, Bitcoin is that roundabout way, that parallel system that they cannot control. And there's just further proof that this is the future we are moving towards. And the more they fight, what do you always say, Nico? Um, the more flack we get just shows that we are over the target. Yep, exactly. There's so more, here we are, guys. Over the target. Anyways, BitWarrior, what are your thoughts on all this? Yeah, so the irony is that Tim Cook holds the Bitcoin and he doesn't want to allow anything, you know, Bitcoin related stuff on App Store as an irony. Plus, if they think that, you know, Bitcoin is worthless or not a good, you know, uh, value or, you know, then why why they mind to, you know, exchange peer to peer, right? And how they're going to stop, you know, people are going to do peer to peer outside. It's an open value protocol. You can't stop it, you know, so people are going to find a workaround. Right. And definitely I can do zap through web. You know, it's just a you know front end application you're trying to stop. And, you know, people may switch, you know, the hardcore people switch to the other you know, platform. Right. So you are damaging, you know, your own audience. And, uh, you know, I don't think so. You can win on a longer time frame, maybe, you know, for a few months or a few years. But people going to find a workaround, right? It's all about, you know, transferring the value peer to peer, uh, you know, an open source way. So that's going to win. And yeah, this just, you know, everything is a temporary hype. And, uh, you know, people always come with the alternate approach. And I'm eagerly waiting for, you know, an open source web based uh, OS uh, for a phone. And, you know, we just, you know, have some alternative other than, you know, Android and uh, iOS, uh, which is controlled by central, you know, entities. So, you know, it, they are, you know, provoking all these, you know, ideas uh, that how we can free ourselves and we will reach there. Like, you know, Bitcoin is an idea provoked by these central bankers, right? So this is the, you know, a seed they are putting, you know, so hope, you know, we'll have some alternatives very soon. So that's what I, I would say. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Anyways, everybody, before we move on to the culture segment, you want to make it over the finish line with your generational wealth. And the way that you do it is you properly secure your Bitcoin wallet backup seed words. And there's no better place to do it than the Bitplates Domino. It's made of highly coercion resistant 316 marine grade stainless steel. Offers the ultimate protection against extremes of temperatures. Opti's doing a bit of ASMR. It's easy to use, hard to destroy. It's designed to preserve Bitcoin wallet backup seed words and passphrases. And you can use the promo code simply to get 10% off anything on the bitplates.com store. Anyways, everybody, let's get to the culture. The Daily Culture. Brought to you by swanbitcoin.com. Swan is the best way to build your Bitcoin stack with automated Bitcoin savings plans and instant purchases serving clients of any size from $10 to $10 million. We love Swan because they incentivize self-custody and dollar cost averaging. What are you waiting for? Visit swanbitcoin.com today. 
All right, guys, I also tell you, I want to tell you about Swan's new offer. Bitcoin is generational wealth, and you could secure your bright orange future with the Swan IRA. Real Bitcoin, no taxes. Swan offers both traditional and Roth options to best fit your needs. Create your IRA and start adding Bitcoin in less than one minute. Transfers and rollovers are available. Swan's Bitcoin experts will get you set up with no transfer fees and no minimum balance requirements. This is real Bitcoin, not ETF or other derivative. Get the real thing and get it at Swan. Go to swan.com IRA for more details, and if you have any questions, doubts or concerns you could always hit me up on twitter dm and i'll be happy to answer any questions you might have anyways opti what's up dude what are we talking about today? yeah yeah well before i get into uh asking bitman some questions i just got tagged on twitter and apparently a domus app on their on their twitter account says that apple has contacted us and scheduled a call to discuss the role of zaps in more detail so we'll keep y'all posted so that was 18 minutes ago so i guess uh maybe maybe we'll see some some other news on this in the coming couple of days anyways bitman what's up bro uh i kind of rolled you down on what we'll talk about today but i really like to get orange pill stories here a lot and try to get people down the rabbit hole and part of that is winning the hearts and minds of the masses out there. So first and foremost, before we get into what I know you want to talk about, what's Bitcoin mean to you and what has Bitcoin done for your life? Sure. So, you know, the journey started in 2017, uh, right when the Bitcoin was in bull market. Uh, somebody just came in and say, you know, can you, uh, I mean, you can buy Bitcoin. And I said, you know, ask. I asked some basic questions. I said, what it will do, you know, to me, money is already digital and who accept it and all this stuff, but he couldn't answer it. And, you know, still I bought it. And then, you know, I end up uh, doing with, you know, of course, altcoin and shitcoin, right? And uh, found, uh, you know, coming from a software background, found, uh, you know, uh, uh, definitely put a question mark that this, you know, architecturally does not work. And, you know, uh, that's how I started digging into Bitcoin and went to the, you know, Bitcoin rabbit hole and came across the Bitcoin standard. And it just blew my mind, uh, you know, and since then, uh, you know, reading Bitcoin and it's just that rabbit hole, that rabbit hole is so deep that you cannot come out and it never finish. So, you know, it just completely changed. Right. In Bitcoin, they say that you don't change Bitcoin. Bitcoin changes you. You know, you, you you come to the realization that everything around you is, most of everything is a lie. You know, that's what Bitcoin teaches you. So Bitcoin is, you know, telling you that I'm the truth, I'm the code. And, you know, come and learn me, learn me and I'm going to tell you, you know, show you the reality of the world you live in, basically. So it just changed me in and out, uh, you know. So Bitcoin, uh, it's highly undervalued. Uh, you know, people think that, oh, it's just a currency, but it's, I think the most powerful thing happened to the humanity, uh, you know, the way we work, the way we think, the way we eat, the way we raise our family, uh, just, you know, completely, Bitcoin is completely here to reset the humanity, that powerful it is. And it's an intersection of 30 to 50 subjects, right? It's not just one subject, cryptocurrency or money or something like that. It, it's a lot of lot into it, you know, when you go to the rabbit hole, you, you come across and, uh, you know, it, it's so hard for an army to understand. And that's why people are still debating, you know, Bitcoin and crypto and all this stuff. 
but whoever understood and with the laser IIC, more, most of the people understood, not completely, but at least something. And, you know, we all agree. And, you know, and that's why we all, you know, Bitcoin connected, uh, you know, all of us uh, without any, you know, a prior meeting or anything like that. But why? Because, you know, we are for that one cause and that cause is, you know, fix the humanity, right? That's why we are all together. So we are not here for token or something, you know, to promote Bitcoin, but we are here for that cause. And that's why it is so powerful. And I think it changed not just my life. It, you know, changed a lot of people's life. And, you know, I hope it will change for all 8 billion people. Couldn't agree more. Yeah, definitely changed my life. And uh, I, I really love how, how you said that. What you say? Uh, Bitcoin will reset humanity. Strong statement. I totally agree. Okay. You also, on Twitter, you host a Spaces uh, Bitcoin for Beginners. And this is kind of what you wanted to touch on. So if there is someone in the audience, and it might be slim chance, but I, I'm, I'm positive there are still some shit coiners in the audience. But why Bitcoin and not crypto? Okay. Yes. So I'm, I'm, you know, what is my passion, right? My passion is teaching, you know, I'm a software engineer by profession, but I always love to teach. I'm passionate, you know, to share the knowledge. So, you know, I always stay to the, you know, basics by, I think by first principle. And, uh, you know, when I started Bitcoin and shitcoin journey, I put a question mark, uh, you know, coming from a software background that this cannot work. This is some, there is something wrong fundamentally in this space, right? We call crypto industry or whatever. Back then, it's just crypto currencies, right? So, you know, I started with shitcoin. I started, you know, uh, self-custody and I had to download wallet and all that stuff. I said, wait, this cannot work. Who's going to verify the code? Who's going to, you know, QA this quality assurance? Did? And, you know, there people know me out there, most of the people do not come from the software background. First of all, they don't understand what they're buying. They are buying a piece of code here, a decentralized network, right? And nothing there. They're not buying any stocks or, you know, something like that. They're just buying a decentralized network protocol share. And they don't understand that each and every code can have a backdoor. You know, you only understand if you come from a software background that each and every code a token you buy can have a backdoor. You you understand what is meant by that? That if you try to store your wealth in that, they can rug pull. Somebody can rug pull, and it it you wake up one day and it goes to zero. You your wealth goes to zero if you store whatever the percentage of wealth in that, right? So you cannot buy whatever come across, you know, on a coinmarketcap.com and think that this is something powerful I'm buying. Who, who approved that code? Did anybody check that code? Did anybody check that wallet? No, it definitely can have a backdoor, right? So what is feasible? The, feasib the feasibility is we have to agree on one code, right? As 8 billion people, we can only check certain line of code, right? And we make sure, we assure that there is no backdoor, right? And then we all agree on that and we just buy that. Right. And I'll come to a point why we should buy that. So it, it's not possible if you come with 20,000 tokens or 20,000 different blockchain, you know, you, it will have a backdoor. I, I can't trust it. I can't buy my even $10,000 in it because I know that somebody's going to steal it. And you saw that, you know, DeFi got hacked. 
you know, uh, some wallet got hacked, right? And a lot of blockchain got hacked, right? Just because of that, you know? So you have to be very careful what you're buying. So we agreed on one code of 30,000 line of code, a Bitcoin code, right? A gigs around the world has verified it. And, you know, you saw that there was a bug even in that, right? And we corrected that. And that's how we assure that, that, okay, there is no backdoor in it. Most of the people have verified who understand the software engineering and you you can actually hold this and you are safe. But if the protocol is keep changing, the code is keep changing continuously at the base level, right? Like Ethereum, you can see that there are so many forks and all this stuff, right? It's impossible, you know, and nobody has time to go and check each and every updates in the blockchain, right? Of course, they will approve those five people, but... Here we are talking about 8 billion people. You know, we are trying to store wealth in something. It cannot be just stored, you know, if, because somebody said so, right? Do not trust, verify. So it has to be verified. So we can only agree on one protocol, right? I'm not saying it has to be Bitcoin, but one protocol. But it's a it got the first move advantage, verified, decentralized, secure, and we all agreed. And we agreed that there is no backdoor in this. Right. And that's why Bitcoin only and shitcoin cannot work. It, and who can understand this? Of course, most of the normie comes from the non-software background. And that's why it's so hard to understand. And the second question we, we had to ask is, you know, people don't ask this question that before 2009, we had nothing, you know, no crypto, nothing. We were, you know, OK, living in our regular nine to five jobs and making money. Why Bitcoin has to come? You know, and why we had to adopt it? What is the personal benefit? We human generally thinks that, okay, what is my own benefit? Humans are selfish, right? So we adopted bicycle because, oh, we don't need to walk. We can go faster. Oh, we, we, we adopted motorcycle. Oh, we can go further faster, right? More faster. We adopted, you know, aeroplane so that we can go at high speed and, you know, go across the continent. This is how we adopt the stuff. Then obviously, how many of you have asked question that why I should adopt Bitcoin? What is my personal benefit, right? Of course, I failed to ask that, you know, beginning, but I, you know, as I dig into, because I was curious to know that, I asked, I started asking this question. And if, okay, then, you know, I asked that, okay, what will be the benefit if I hold the Bitcoin, right? The benefit is it's gonna hold my energy. The first time in human history, we found something which is as scarce as our time. My time is limited. 8 billion people time is limited, right? So then what benefit is gonna give it to me and 8 billion people? It's gonna hold my time. It's gonna hold my energy. Nobody can debase it, right? Time is money, money is time, right? I mean, you know, uh, money is energy. So if you hold your energy in any paper money or anything else, it can be printed more, it can be debased, right? It can be stolen. So. You can, you know, you can store in real estate, you can, you know, store in paper money, you can store in gold, you can store everything I can make more. But what I cannot make more? Bitcoin. And, you know, if I store my time, my energy slowly in that, right, the best way to store in a new emerging, you know, uh, money or whatever asset, right, the best way to store is buy every day, not, you know, all at once. And that's how I, how you can avoid all this volatility and all this stuff. So it holds my time, it's holding my energy. It just blew my mind. I said, what? 
then this is the best you know thing i can adopt and it just frees from the you know 40 years or you know 50 years of slavery right i can hold create a value for society which each and every human should do right store that energy into something which nobody can make more and then retire you know you just have to work 10 years 15 years and you can retire and and based on you know i'm, I'm not saying everybody can retire but you know based on your i mean you know future and how you want to live based on that you know you can retire once you get that share because that that thing where you store the energies nobody can debase and that's how you can free yourself basically right otherwise you collect any you know uh, money uh, you know what we use today you keep accumulating and it's going to keep keep debased right so that's the fundamental question and okay it solves for me and i'm going through that problem right that i don't want to work 40 50 60 years and then die i only want to create value for a few years you know for the society and i want to retire so it holds my energy so that's why i adopted then i ask question it does it hold energy for 8 billion people yes they are also you know of course it can do right and does 8 billion people also going through this yes they are going through suffering from the same problem right they can't store their energy if you live in venezuela 400 percent inflation if you live in turkey if you live in pakistan if you live, name the country and tell me that you know people can hold their energy safely right so this is why bitcoin is here you know and this is why we are adopting it and you see the adoption right people fail to ask that you know people come with the fiat mindset and nothing you know i mean it's not their fault because we born in a fiat world our since our grandfather maybe earlier than that right money means paper money we just don't think that and everybody come in the crypto to make fiat gain right oh i can make you know my 10 grand to you know fifty thousand dollars and I can make more money. Let me buy something. But you don't want to ask what is the fundamental behind it? Why it is here? You know, what problem it is fundamentally it is trying to solve? Does it a bicycle? Does it a motorcycle? Uh, you know, it is a, uh, you know, aeroplane, right? That we don't ask. We just want to make fast money. That's, that's why people fail to understand Bitcoin and the difference between, you know, uh, crypto, right? So crypto problem is it has a CEO, it has, you know, uh, some, uh, the backdoor, right? And remember that this is a protocol war. If you understand protocol, if you understand software, right? We are trying to find something, one payment network. So we all 8 billion people can store our energy and we can channel that energy as we need, right? When we exchange the values, when, you know, somebody make cows or shoes, we, we want to exchange that. And only, you know, we need that tool in between that is money so that, you know, we can exchange that successfully. So this is why Bitcoin is here. And this is protocol war. Only one protocol can win. We cannot exchange values on thousands of protocol because I don't know, you know, what is the value of other protocol. And it's so hard to exchange. Imagine, you know, how uh, if you cannot exchange, you know, the Gmail to Yahoo, right? Why it is only possible exchanging the information is because we agreed on SMTP protocol. We can design better SMTP with today's technology. We can design better TCP IP with today's technology. Can you? No. Why? Because the entire internet built on that, entire application built on that, right? So 
the simple protocol decentralized secure protocol when and especially when it comes to money you have to be very careful to pick the protocol because now it's going to store our value on you know store our value on top of it right so we agreed or you know society is i think agreed on a bitcoin protocol the code is tested everything is good right tested by many many geeks around the world and we are ready to store our value on that and that's why you see that it started with zero and it is 500 billion dollar you know just because people decided to store value in that why because it is scarce as our time right so simple protocol base protocol wins it's 14 years it has proven his you know uh, existence right without any hiccups and that's why people started building on top of it as an application layer you know different apps and you know remittance uh, like you can see strikes and this is just the beginning like you know 1970 or 1980 when the internet started and you know still 2000 yet to come right where you will see google and facebook on top of it you know some i mean the application like that so this is a protocol war and 20,000 protocol cannot win. Of course, you can go and make some fiat gain in, you know, other protocols, uh, people trying to sell with some, you know, gimmicks. But to understand this, you have to come from software background, economics here to understand, right? Why it is here, all this stuff, you know? And as I said, Bitcoin is an intersection of 50 subjects. As a normie, it's so hard. You can't even understand a simple math, right? So... Mathematics, physics, you know, computer science, energy, uh, you know, software engineering, a lot of things you have to understand. And then you can understand Bitcoin. And that's why it is so complex. And Bitcoin kept a secret, you know, uh, in it. And that's why it's so undervalued that if you do not do proof of work, I will not come to your mind. You cannot understand me. And that's why we Bitcoiner tells you this is a rabbit hole. Study Bitcoin. Don't buy Bitcoin. Put 100 hours in Bitcoin before you put $100 in it. You know, we are not shilling anything here. Here we are, you know, for one cause. And that cause is fix the money, fix the humanity, right? Fix the world. That's what we are here for. Beautiful. You know? so, thank you. Beautiful. Beautiful. Love that. Love that. And that's exactly, that was a very inspirational, you know, in talk and 100%. I love how you ended it at the very end, right? Fix the money, fix humanity, fix the world. I completely agree. I think a lot of the problems that are happening nowadays, because the money's fundamentally broken. And I think a lot of people underestimate how much of a role money plays in people's psychology and society. You have the base layer of society that's broken. Right. You know, there's an expression, right? Money makes the world go round. Right. Well, what happens if that money is broken? It's going to make the world go in the opposite direction. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyways, guys, let's jump straight into the meme review. We got a lot of memes to review. Let's check it out. The Daily Meme Review. Brought to you by Kaboomracks. I get this question all the time. Nico, where should I buy Bitcoin miners? The answer is Kaboomracks. It's the best place to buy Bitcoin miners. That's where you're going to find the best deals and the best prices. Start your mining utopia today. To check out their racks, you got to go to t.me slash Kaboomracks. Join their Telegram group and start your mining journey today. Kaboomracks. Kaboom. 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 
Kaboom. Kaboom racks. Kaboom racks. All right, guys, you already know the deal. This is the meme review. This is your favorite portion of the show. You watch the hour before just to get to the memes. Shouts out to my boy Wynikis. He literally wants us to put memes at the beginning, middle, and end of the show. But you got to wait till the end. Every segment should have a meme. <laughs> Anyways, you already know the deal. Tweets are the bullets. Memes are the artillery. We are in an information war. As we are covering on today's show, the monopoly on information is fighting back, and it's upon every single one of us as individuals to continue to spread the signal, make sure you get the cause of actions out there, and then, of course, also make some funnies and keep the morale up of your friends and your family in the meme war. Anyways, this first meme is uh, by Cosmo critter and uh this is on the domus announcement that they are about to get deplatformed and we got an ostrich here a purple ostrich here and it goes apple hates freedom with his little sign uh it really does seem like that okay this next one is by wojack bitcoin on twitter and it goes it sounds cool and we got this wojack uh npc shit corner and he goes now we have a name for you what now bitcoin maxi and it looks like bitcoin maxi is getting thrown at the chad bitcoiner and the Chad Bitcoiner gets laser eyes and he goes, I like it. Bitcoin Maxi check. And the NPC starts crying because how can you just take our bad name for you and make it a good name? This is what we do. Anyways, this next meme is uh, a play on the Pierre Rochard meme. And if you guys are on Twitter, you can see all the re's of the shit corners saying, hey, bro, we're all in this together, bro. Like, how are you guys not cheering on and protecting Coinbase, bro? And Eric Can't Mean drops a solid meme, and this is Piero Shard, and he goes, uh, and right over here, you'll find all the fucks we give about Coinbase, and he points at his, uh, uh, what is the little monitor thing? The, I don't know, whatever. And it goes, zero, zero fucks given about Coinbase. You have made your bed, now lie in it. Okay, this next one is by RDBTC, and he goes, not a clue. And it's uh, it's it's a funny one here, and he goes, uh, there's a lady here, and he goes, never ask a woman her age, and then there's a man or a man his salary. And then we got, <laughs> we got this shit coiner NPC over here at the bottom. It goes, or a shit coiner what a security is, because they have not a clue. Absolutely slayed. Okay, this next meme is by the BTC therapist. And he goes, I'm not going to stop buying BTC. And we got this person here uh, kneeling and giving away his $100 bill. And it goes, every time Bitcoin dips, and it says me, take my dirty fiat now. Capitulate that fiat as quickly as possible. This next one is by Dennis. Shout out to Dennis, 58K, a.k.a. at Satoshi Dennis. And we got a picture here of Gary Gensler. And he goes, bro, let me stress test your coin, bro. Let's see if your coin is actually decentralized, bro. And we got the Woody meme at the bottom goes hold up let him cook <laughs> that's the big corners right now let him cook right now yo if you can't make it through right now shit corners and your coin is not really decentralized uh it's time to drop your bag and start to hodl Bitcoin only. Anyways, this next meme is by Anil said so, and he goes, Bitcoin is mobile digital property, and there's a quote by Michael Saylor, and he goes, to have wealth that is both visible and stationary requires that you elect the politicians so they don't steal your wealth. 
and we have a graph here. We got stationary, but physical, and it is real estate, and I believe agriculture, and then we got stationary, but digital, and we have a bank with their digital currencies. And then we have mobile, but physical, and we have gold bars in a plane, and then we have Bitcoin, which is mobile and digital, but it is color-coded, and uh, I think these are gray, like charcoal, maybe it's black. I don't know. It goes everything but the Bitcoin square goes creates vicious cycles, and then the Bitcoin square creates virtuous cycles. This is the way, guys. Get on the Bitcoin standard. Live a better life. This is why we Bitcoin, because it has improved all of our lives. Anyways, drop your meme review score in the chat, and we will cover it live right now. My meme review score for today, Nico, is this Bitcoin 2023 sticker that is the Bitcoin logo with a clock because it is time for you to start stacking Bitcoin. The time is whoop, now whoop. for Bitcoin to take over. Whoop, whoop. All right. I'm going to give it a mini dice and it is two. What? <laughs> two. It's a mini die. Number four. Okay, that's my meme score. Anyways, uh, Bit Warrior, what would you give those memes? No, it's hundred percent. You know, it's uh, I'm a meme fan. I love it. All of them, all the Bitcoin memes. So all are good. All are good. What What yeah. about a score? The score I'll give out of five. Yeah, what whatever. Let's okay. do it. It's uh, four. Four out of five. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's good. That's good. All right, everybody. Before we get to the meme scores. I want to give a shout out to our clothing sponsor. Opti and I wear the merch every single day. Represent LTD.com. Check it out. Opti's wearing the Bitcoin hat. I'm wearing the classic Simply Bitcoin camo hoodie. You can get all this stuff on RepresentLTD.com. Also check out their other merch, which is really, really, really cool. And if you want, you can scan the QR code on your screen. It will take you directly to the classic snapback Represent and Simply Bitcoin hat. All you got to do is scan the QR code and it'll take you directly to the website. You can use promo code simply-bitcoin. Get yourself a major discount. Anything on the representltd.com store. Anyways, before we get to the meme scores, I want to cue the epic music. Here we go. Romans, Roman stack sats. Meme score. One sports almanac from the future where the price is in Bitcoin. I Y I Y K Y K, Elaine. Dude, how many times I gotta tell you? If you know, you know. <laughs> I Y K Y K Y K. Uh, the fight against Bitcoin proves Bitcoin is the answer. Controllers shoot themselves in foot, and the Bitcoin boom takes over. Very very nice. Rave elevator. I score the memes. My high school. My high electric bill being reviewed by the Alphabet Boys. Okay okay. Phil C, I give the memes 10,000 sats to start a Bitcoin revolution. I think we need more sats. Uh, Extemos, <laughs> I, gives, I give the memes the iPhone I never had. Ooh, a little bit of a slap back. I like that. Optimus Fields. What? Gregorian. Optimus Fields, Gregorian yeah, Maxi. Uh, a Gregorian clock over a block clock. Okay. This is fake news. Opti, Opti unplugged my block clock because he was tired of the blinking. Hotel coin. I didn't unplug it. I covered it. I covered it. It's Hotel super bright. Hotel coin. I give the memes. Grandma Yellen spewing the lies in front of the House Finance Committee again. 
Okay, very nice. Stat-wise, Janks, I give the memes uh, five for five for sell Bitcoin to pay the tax man. Five vomits. Five vomits. Five vomits. Okay, thanks, Opti. Planet Earth, I give the memes a 300 Spartan AO AO from the soundboard. <laughs> okay. Did we go through the whole song? <laughs> the anyway, Jeopardy music. I, I give this 14 terabytes external drive full of memes. Cloud Cloud Casino, I give them one burn baby burn escoing casino. Very, very good. Wait, we say shitcoin the whole show and you don't say it at the end? Okay. okay. We're out of time. We're out of time. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Simply Bitcoin Live. I'm your host, Nico. is my co-host, Opti. And our guest today is BitWarrior. You can follow him on Twitter at Bitmain013. Thank you so much for joining us today, man. We really, really appreciate it. And uh, thank you, man. You, you're dropping some hot fire during the culture segment, and we appreciate you, brother. No, thank you for having me. Yeah, good time. Yeah, L Love to have you back on again in the future. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Another episode of Simply Bitcoin Live. If you enjoyed the show and you want to do, smash that like button. Consider subscribing if you feel like we provided you value. But the number one thing you could do to help push the peaceful Bitcoin revolution forward is share this content. Get the message out there. Share all Bitcoin content go take two seconds of your day like the tweet on the swan handle try to let's try to get the swan bitcoin channel uncensored back on the platform they're a big voice on the bitcoin space and guys we're gonna upload regardless of what happens so if if anything happens here on youtube you know it does put us in a very uncomfortable living because you know we are trying to you we are you know a lot of us make a living out of simply bitcoin uh, you can find us on Rumble, you can find us on Twitter, you can find us on Bitcoin TV, and you can find us on your favorite audio platform, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Fountain, all the above. You can find us there. We'll always be uploading there. But anyways, guys, if you want to enjoy the after party, we're holding it down until 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with our friends over at Swan Bitcoin, best place to build your Bitcoin stack. Opti's gonna be holding it down. We're gonna let people up from the audience uh, onto the spaces. You guys could ask your questions, speak your mind. Uh, we'll see you there. But until then, Opti will be back tomorrow for an episode of Simply Bitcoin Live. I'll be back on Thursday. Love you all. Peace out. Okay. All right, guys. Well, you already know the deal. This is a Bitcoin space by Bitcoiners for Bitcoiners. So come up here, add your two sets to the conversation, or I will just pick on some friends and have them come up. Uh, but we do have uh, someone that came up. I think, uh, yeah, we got him right here. Bitman's in the audience. So shout out to you, bro. Great rip today. People were enjoying that in the chat. And of course, man, we are in the heat of the then they fight you stage as we touched on in the culture and actual, actually the whole show. Uh, they, the powers that be, I hate using the they, but the powers that be are obviously extremely terrified of information spreading. And so they are doing their best to control the narrative as we continuously cover on this channel 